And good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to episode five of Franchise Dressing. I am your host, Dylan Field, joined as always by my great friend, Devin Hunt. Let's go, episode five. Episode five. We're five episodes into this. Uh, For those who've been listening, thank you for sticking around as Devin and I are slowly growing out this machine of this podcast. Uh, What Devin and I talk about all the time off the air for this podcast. It's just like making this work, you know, yeah. full-time responsibilities and this podcast. It's a bit tricky, but we got to do the marketing. It's a little bit tricky, but we, uh, it's always a fun excuse to talk about Marvel yeah, and it's even better absolutely. to do it with your best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you. So today on the episode, uh, just to give you a quick top line of the uh, things we'll be discussing about news of the week, primarily with an emphasis for all things CinemaCon that were announced yep. uh, in Las Vegas this past week. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the future of some future MCU projects, maybe a little bit Doctor Strange predictions mm. uh, as we go in, which is coming out oh, this yeah. week. Uh, and then, of course, we'll be talking about Moon Knight Episode 5, The Asylum. Talk about mm-hmm. what we've seen this week and end with a question. If you want to ask a question on the podcast, email in at Franchise Dressing. That's F-R-A-N-C-H-I-S-E-D-R-E-S-S-I-N-G at gmail.com. That's Franchise Dressing at gmail.com. Dot com. Devin, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. It's been a, it's been a hefty week. It's been but, a hefty know, week. Through it. You can say yeah. That again. Lots of work. Lots of we in post season now, so I'm doing a bunch of editing. But that's that's mostly my gist right now. How about you, man? You know, busy, busy, busy with so much mm-hmm. work. Truthfully, I was on a set yesterday doing some improv with oh, a yeah, friend. How'd that go? It was super fun, honestly. Cool. Um, it was an early call, and uh, uh, fortunately, horse. my friend was the, the director, so she was able to push my call and my scene partner's call a little mm. bit, and I'm so grateful for that, because I would oh, have yeah. been so absolutely dead trying to get in uh, <laughs> earlier. But um, on the whole, it's been it's been a good week. So, Devin, this week, as we talked about in the top of the podcast, was CinemaCon, uh, so if you are not in the know, that is A-OK. It's one of the less mm-hmm. smaller known, uh, I guess big movie uh, conventions of the year. This one isn't for the audience uh, or for, you know, the general movie-going audience, but it's for the studios who are our theatrical distributors uh, presenting to the actual movie exhibitors. That's the AMCs, the Regals, the smaller chains, to really get them excited about, you know, next year's slate in the year after of films. Um, And really, like, the big, you know, hurrah that movies are back, the Mm movie-going experience is back. Um, so uh, we're going to dive into what every studio, their biggest pieces of news that they talked about. I can't think uh, of a better way to start than with Warner Brothers, who really came out swinging. Yeah. Uh, so uh, hot off of the successful run of Matt Reeves' The Batman, they announced The Batman 2. Yeah, right. uh, currently, there's not an official title. But Devin, mm-hmm. I wanted to hear uh, just quickly, if you had a villain pitch for, for The Batman mm-hmm. 2 with... The one, the only Robert Pattinson. Who would you want to see for the sequel? Oh, God, I don't know. Because I don't know if they'll go weird 
because um, I would, uh, I love Poison Ivy. I'd love to see Poison Ivy on screen. Yeah. But she's got superpowers, and I don't know if they're trying to do that right now. Because the Batman, the Batman world, I finally saw it like like a week ago. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, okay. And I was, and it's very uh, real, right? You know, it's like all like noir, like very city drama type stuff. Very grounded. Yeah. So I'm, I, I would love to see that, but I don't know if they'll do that. I'm trying to think who would be. I mean, uh, maybe Two Face. Two Face would be a fun one, like a real, a real Two Face would Two-Face be a fun one because we kind of got that in a Dark Knight, but like that was like Two Face was like a surprise, you know. I'd love to see Two Face as Two Face. That's that is a great pick for how grounded this universe mm-hmm. is. So many people online want Mister yeah, Freeze, I've seen that but that too. also kind of that goes into the super. Even though he's more tech, technological yeah. based, I, th- I mean, um, they, could, they might be able to do that one. I mean, I could see that. Yeah, do like a really like dramatic. It would work with Noir with his wife and all that, and like the mm-hmm. that feels super Noir. Maybe I could see that. Yeah, and I think Matt Reeves, I think, went on record and said that he'd ideally he'd like to do. Mr. Freeze, but maybe that's one of those situations where he's not doing that character. Yeah. So that's the character he's allowed to bring up in those interviews. Uh, but I think a good through line for that is, you know, at the end of spoilers for the ba- the Batman, yeah. everyone, but the, the city of Gotham flooded yeah. in the last movie. So what if that all that water in the oh, city gets turned to ice? Frozen. <laughs> yeah, we're getting into winter. Yeah. You know, we, ha- we, we don't see like a lot of like Gotham City in the winter. I think there was one Tim Burton movie where it was... Christmas time, yeah, or that there, might have been Batman true. and Robin. Um, I feel like did we not get any winter? Are you no? I think you're right. I'm trying to think if there's any in like the like uh, like Nolan Batman series, but I don't think there was any winter. I think a little bit in the Dark Knight Rises, yeah. but I don't. You know, like let's get some snowstorms. Yeah. I think we got a little bit of Christmas action for Batman mm-hmm. and Robin. Yeah, that's with right. uh, <laughs> with Schwarzenegger as the his iconic depiction yeah. of Mister Freeze. Mm-hmm. But there's, um, I think they're only in early development for that, mm-hmm. so time will yeah. tell. But the other announcements uh, out of the gate from Warner Brothers was the first look at Barbie. Okay. They so now we know what. It, do we kind of know what it's more about now? Is it about? That is a great question. I really only saw the still oh, okay. the released of it, but I hope that it's fun, over the top, campy. I don't want okay. like I don't want it to be super grounded, you know. But it's got that great cast okay. like Will Ferrell's in it as well, oh, okay. um, so Simu Liu, America Ferrara. So time will tell. Uh, we also got another look at Timothy Chalamet's musical prequel oh, for yeah, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Wonka. Hmm. Uh, and there's also footage shown from Elvis, directed by Baz Luhrmann, mm. starring Austin Butler and Tom Hanks. I'm not usually in love with like um, artist biopics. M- or, yeah, yeah, like music biopics. We've seen a lot yeah, in, in the past few years that are very like they tend to have a very kind of cookie story. cutter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I I am excited for this one. Okay. I think we I. I don't remember if there has been an Elvis biopic done before, but from the footage we've seen publicly, that looks really exciting. Cool. Um, uh, and then as well, there was footage from Don't Worry Darling. This is uh, Olivia Wilde's follow-up mm. movie after Booksmart starring oh, Florence Pugh yes. and, uh, of course, Harry Styles. Oh, yes, I saw so the trailer be- for this one. I yeah. did see the trailer for this it, one. They did have some first mm-hmm. look footage or, and uh, some stills released publicly. So if you have any friends on Twitter, just keep, keep an eye out for them because I know Twitter's going to implode oh, yeah. when this movie yep. comes out <laughs> of all the Florence and Harry stands oh, out yeah. there. Harry's having a moment right he now. Is? He really, I mean, he, he always album. is. Yeah, I mean, Harry's always having a moment. Coachella album but, movie. Oh, yeah. I had a, I had some friends at Coachella and I think Lizzo was the weekend oh, to yeah. uh, like surprise artist with him. And I was like, man, that looks fun. Yeah. Like if you could be close <laughs> to the stage for Harry, that probably was like pretty wild. Pretty absolutely yeah. wild. 
Um, also from Warner Brothers in our comic book world, they showed the first uh, some more footage from The Flash. Mm-hmm. And what people got really jazzed about was actually seeing Michael Keaton in his updated Batman, uh, Batman cool. suit. Um, and that movie has been pushed to November. Or no, uh, it was coming out um, in November, but it's been, I think, pushed to June of 23. I see. Um, so we will see what's going on with that. And then Dwayne Johnson had this big fake out for the audiences where he had like a pre-recorded video really? of like how he was upset that he couldn't be there. and to, But like but he, was there. Uh, he loves the movie going experience. And then he was like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> and he came out on stage. Like it was all like live footage and it completely cool. like surprised the audience. So Black Adam also coming out from the I'm pipeline. I'm excited for that one. Okay. Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate mm-hmm. is smart casting. Yeah. Um, I, you know, we used to play the Injustice games yeah. back in the day and Dr. Fate was like, when he was announced, I was like, okay, this is a very mm-hmm. cool magic based character. It'll be fun. Justice Society. Mm-hmm. We got Adam Smasher. Yeah. I believe we have Star- Cyclone. Yeah. Do we have? Isn't there more like a? Isn't there one with like a staff? I forget which one that one is. Hawkman. Maybe I don't know, but if yeah, that'll be cool too. I'm excited for Hawkman, but yeah, I, I think that movie looks super interesting. I'm just waiting for footage. Like I feel like we've been like on the verge of. Footage. We got a little tease from DC fandom, yeah. but yeah, I want to see the full on footage yeah. of like finished VFX mm-hmm. because. Um, I, I hope it's great, and I would love to see some more, like, Golden and Silver yeah. Age, early DC, like, Justice Society. Give them their proper due. Are they giving Dwayne you know Johnson I mean? his elf ears? Oh, my gosh. That's a great question. I'm really curious, because um, that's, like, a Black Adam staple, you know? So, like... It, it is the, the pointy mm-hmm. Spock ears. Yeah. Um, th- that is a great question I'm going to have to look into. Yeah, I want to know. So, moving on to Universal, Steve Carell really delighted audiences with Minions, The Rise of Gru. <laughs> Universal did this really fun thing, because they wanted to say, you know, thank you to the movie-going exhibitors. So, the people who presented and announced talent to come on stage were people who work at movie theaters. Oh, cool. They were just, like, normal people, and uh, apparently it played really that's well. Awesome. Um uh, in the actual uh, Caesar's Palace mm-hmm. Coliseum, then Devin. Oh yeah, Jurassic, Jurassic World, World Dominion. Dominion. Honestly, how are you feeling? Yeah, I haven't seen the footage yet. I'm behind okay. there. I haven't seen it yet, but I did see the clip of of my, of my main my main my main characters. You know, you know, we got mm-hmm. Alan Grant. He's back. We, got, we Alan Grant's back. Oh my god, I'm excited. For that that's my big thing. I just need to see Alan Grant on on uh, on screen again. But I'm excited. I'm gonna go. That's what I'm gonna do tonight. I'm gonna go watch that footage. And so fun fact for everyone who doesn't know, Devin is number one. The biggest Jurassic Park slash Jurassic yes. World fan I know. Yes. So he, it, it, dinosaurs for days. Dinosaurs for that, days. <laughs> that brings up something that I watched earlier this week that I'll talk sure. to talk with you about. They also announced, uh, they shared more details for the Puss in Boots That's sequel. <laughs> they haven't, and they haven't um, done, there was the last thing in the Shrek world, in the yeah. Shrek CU. Uh, was the, the, <laughs> the original Puss in Boots movie. Yeah. That was a long um, time ago, though, wasn't it? It was a so long time. And I think there's another there. Shrek in development? Really? I thought... I, I think so. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Shrek kind of got a revival, you know? So Shrek did get a revival. Mm-hmm. There's a, a lot of like really early character models shown at the Academy Museum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I that. Yeah, and it was, it was interesting Throwback. to see. You gotta listen to episode Throwback four to no that. More. <laughs> um, and then also, they showed footage from Nope from Jordan oh, Peele. Cool. This is gonna be his third really directorial outing after Get Out sure. and Us. The footage in the marketing for Nope has been e- weird. Like, exceptional so far. Or, like, we um, don't know what it's it about. Seems like right? aliens. Oh, you think aliens? Aliens? Okay. I, think that, I think it's aliens, but that's all cool. I really I'm know. I'm excited but for that. That'll be interesting. It's got Kiki Palmer, Stephen cool. Young, um, 
and uh, some other cast members mm-hmm. as well. And then some other films from Billy Eichner and George Clooney were announced. Oh. Moving on to Paramount. So they really came out swinging with Top Gun yeah. Maverick. So they showed the entire film. Whoa. And it's been getting, yeah, it's been getting really good reviews. Obviously, you got to take it with a grain of sure. salt. Because just like a Sundance or a can. Yeah. Every movie that you see at Sundance or CinemaCon or Cannes is the best yeah, movie ever, sure. uh, just because you've seen it first. Yeah. But I am, you know, it seems like even if you didn't love the first Top Gun movie, you have to give credit for the filmmaking of like oh, yeah, getting the iconic, footage. Especially for sound work too. The the gen engine stuff, we like study that in class. <laughs> like I know, I'm so, I'm yeah. so glad you brought that up. I didn't even yeah. think about that, but that's that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they also showed footage from Damien Chazelle, director of Whiplash and La La Land, of his new movie, Babylon. Ooh. I have no idea what that's about, yeah. but Damien Chazelle always puts out great yeah, work. Yeah, Whiplash is one of my top, like, five. It's Yeah, that movie is stressful. Yeah. <laughs> but if you haven't seen it, please do. Another great sound design. Yeah, yeah, that's a great one, too. Uh, then the Lionsgate um, had some more franchise reveals. There's, they're doing a Hunger Games prequel. That's, I heard about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna I, we're gonna see. I think there's gonna be a book coming yeah, out. Yeah, I think you're with right. It I think well. it's supposed to be like like the first quarter quell or something like that. Do you remember the quarter quell shit? Or yeah, yeah. it hasn't been. I I read those books literally in, in middle school. Yeah, I know. Um, it's been so eleven year old Dylan would be so excited. Twenty yeah. two year old Dylan, I'm gonna need to see some marketing yeah. to, <laughs> to reengage the excitement. And then John Wick Chapter Four is happening, mm. and they also touched on some details. Anna de Armas who is in John Wick Chapter 3 is getting her own spinoff in the John Wick CU. Oh. The JW CU. Everyone's getting a CU, man. Everyone's getting a CU this day. Yeah, when's the the franchise dressing CU? Oh, the FCU. Yeah, that's called nerding out for a (laughs) costume. Um, (laughs) Quick plug, quick plug. Uh, Then moving on, so Disney also, they they had... um, only a few big reveals, because mm. the thing is, like, with Disney, with a lot of their big tentpoles, yeah. this entire conference is to, like, get exhibitors excited to show those movies. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to, like, twist people's arms to be yeah. like, hey, can you play Doctor can Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Please, please put our movie in. No, that movie is tracking. Yeah. I, it's it's going to be huge. Yeah. I really think that movie's going to crack a billion dollars. Uh, Kevin Feige came on stage, showed the first 20 minutes of Doctor Strange. Um... We'll talk about Doctor mm-hmm. Strange predictions in a moment here. They also showed 30 minutes of Lightyear. And then John Landau came out on stage to present Avatar The Way of Water, cool. the official reveal. Uh, also showed a teaser trailer announcing that it's going to be exclusive in theaters for a week with Doctor Strange and then be released online after that, mm-hmm. uh, which will be coming out December 16th, 2023. Excited to hear oh, what yeah. people think about that. And then moving into Sony, uh, Devin, mm-hmm. this was the first studio to present, but I put wanted to put it yeah, at the end. It's our so favorite. Talk about our this. favorite studio. Our favorite studio. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, they do put out a lot of good stuff, yeah. but the, the, the big things that they're talking about, we'll start number one. Outside of their Marvel mm-hmm. world, they showed footage from Bullet Train, which is that new Brad Pitt action okay, comedy. Cool. That's from the director of Deadpool 2. Fun. Excited to see some stuff from that. They announced in a third Venom movie, which I th- was to be expected. Mm-hmm. Um, it's They're going to at least finish that out with a trilogy. Yeah. Devin, did you ever see Let There Be Carnage? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, we talked about it briefly in here. There's a post-credit scene pre-No Way Home yeah. that linked Tom Holland's Spider-Man with Venom. Do you think that's what we're going to get in in the third movie? I don't know what we're going to do in that third movie, honestly. I mean, I I was a little... Car- Let There Be Carnage was okay. I, I wanted a little bit more, but um, I have no idea. Are they going to... Because, like, I, with all the... 
back to our good old friend Morbius. I don't know how they're going to, like, they've already, they're setting up a sinister, are they going to tie that in? Is that what that is? I don't know. Who knows? And w- one, one thing that's interesting is there is no word of Morbius at all of, like, a Morbius 2 or Morbius appearing in, like, a team-up film. Oh, damn. So on the pipeline, we have Venom 3. Yeah. They're currently filming, or they're about to start filming Madam Web. Mm-hmm. I think they also showed a little bit of footage of Aaron Taylor cool. Johnson as Craven in Craven the Hunter. Um, and I think they may still be doing a Silver Sable movie mm-hmm. down the road. Okay, I'm not positive. Of course, you have the uh, Across the Spider-Verse, yeah. which has been um, delayed a little bit for June 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the third movie of that trilogy will be beyond the spider verse in 2024. Mm-hmm. But then the big news coming out of way out of left field is that bad bunny, um, will be playing the titular role of El Muerto mm-hmm. in his own Sony spider verse back into the spumsy, the Sony pictures, universe of Marvel characters, the spumsy, his own character, El Muerto. Mm. Before we talk about El Morito, Devin, I got to tell you, this was a first for me. Yeah. Um, I I love the books. You know, I have read, I, I, I feel like I would say I have a very good handling of even some E tier, F tier characters. And this was the first time ever in my entire, almost 23 years of my life, where a, whether it was DC or it was Marvel, where they announced a title character for, um, for like a, a movie mm-hmm. or a TV show. And like sometimes I don't know the supporting characters because sure. they're deep yeah. cuts. But the title character, like even Morbius, I haven't read a lot of Morbius yeah, comics, yeah. but I've seen him in other things. Yeah. I had no idea who El Muerto was. Like I, I was like, who? What? Yeah. And the reason for this is because he's only been in two comics ever. Really? J- literally only in two appearances. So he Weird. debuted in 2006 um, in the Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number mm-hmm. six. Uh, El Muerto, also known as Juan Carlos Estrada Sanchez, uh, is comes from a long line of luchadors, and Crazy. the the actual his stage name El Muerto mm-hmm. gets passed down uh, from father to son, sure. and apparently the uh, the mask is imbued with like some magical properties, and it, it, it gives the gives the the new El Muerto uh, super strength. Interesting. Okay. Very. I'm very interesting for it. It's just kind of. It's like a left field. <laughs> it's left field, and if we were living in a pre-Morbius world, I feel mm-hmm. like there'd be some different buzz around this. Yeah. And I think people just, um, they're concerned that sometimes Sony's having their cake and eating mm-hmm. it too. I don't want to write this off before yeah. we see it. Here's what I'll say about the pros about this, is that there is this, this character on the whole... There's about 30 pages total of this of this <laughs> so character. They can do whatever they want. So this is a exactly. Yeah. They can do whatever they want. This can be a blank yeah. canvas. I also think well Blue Beetle is going to beat this out of the gate for the first Latino lead yeah. um like actual theatrical mm-hmm. superhero. But first for for Marvel, um I think if we do if the rumors are correct for Werewolf by Night, mm-hmm. that's going to be that's going to be on Disney Plus. So I, I'm excited for yeah. that. I've seen Bad Bunny in a few. I know he's primarily is he, he's like R and B rap. Is yeah, that correct? Yeah, you can yeah you can say that. <laughs> he was in a few sketches on SNL. Yeah. I think either this season or last season. He's pretty popular. Um, so I, 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 haven't, I haven't seen his performances yeah, before. I mean, it just sounds like it's Sony's Peacemaker. If that makes sense, like they're just like it sounds hey, like a similar formula, and I'm not mad about that. I'm just curious how they pull it off. I don't think a director's been attached. I would love for them to get like you know an inspired yeah. director. Um, to really like elevate mm-hmm. this because they really can do whatever yeah. they want with it. 
Um, but one thing I didn't know when I was doing research hmm. about Bad Bunny and El Marto is that he actually has a love for wrestling, Bad, cool. Bad Bunny. And he actually performed at WrestleMania awesome. 2021. That's great. I love that. Uh, so I think he's going to have a real, he's going to have a passion yeah. for it. Um, who knows how long these conversations have been going on for, if this was like hot off of Venom 2 yeah. or as a response to Morbius. But usually these deals take a while yeah. to land. So maybe he did WrestleMania 2021 <laughs> to start courting like, hey, I can play maybe. a luchador character. But who knows? So again, yeah, yeah who knows? Cool. But sp- speaking of directors, yeah. moving out of our CinemaCon conversation. So Deadline announced this week that John Watts, director mm-hmm. of the Tom Holland Spider-Man trilogy, as well as an independent film Cop Car, is actually departing the Fantastic Four movie. That's interesting. Um, hmm. So they announced him as director back at the yeah. Disney plot, uh, the Disney Investors Day a while ago. I'm fairly certain, and I l- I really love the the trilogy for um, the Spider Man yeah. Tom Holland movies. But this this does make me excited to see can we get a, a new director? I'm, I'm game, yeah. Um, I'm game as well on deadline, and this is just more the, the mm-hmm. press. I don't think this is anything for us to be like overthinking about. But it was a picture of John Watts, and then it was a picture of Jonathan Hickman's oh. Fantastic Four, and that is the best run. <laughs> if you're gonna develop a story. This is my most anticipated Marvel mm. Studios property, period. Yeah. And Jonathan Hickman's run, which was a precursor to Secret Wars oh, with cool. like the Avengers mm-hmm. and the New Avengers, this is where those seeds were planted. Rick and Morty spoofed Jonathan Hickman's wow. Fantastic Four with the Council of Ricks in that TV show. Oh, because it's the Council because of Reeds. The uh, Council of Reeds. Cool. And their whole thing in the comics was that they were going to solve everything, mm-hmm. like food insecurity, like renewable energy, problems within the multiverse. And then you see in the comics how that council actually kind of crumbles and falls yeah. and like cool. disintegrates. Um, so I, we need I want funky. them to get weird with it. Yeah, we need someone funky. Let's get funky with it. I hope, I think Michael Waldron, I don't know if there's mm-hmm. been a writer attached yet. I, I'm really not yeah, sure. It's very under wraps. I mean, I feel like they're not telling us a lot. And it seems like obviously we're going to get mutants and X Men mm-hmm. at some point here in the future, but Fantastic Four can really be in the same way they're elevating Doctor Strange mm-hmm. to be the face of the MCU right now. That this can be the Fantastic Four. I know there's yeah. a, there's not a lot of confidence in these characters, but that's because they have not been adapted Correctly, properly. Yeah. They are science fiction adventurers in science. This is let's get cosmic yeah. weird with it, and I think they keep doing. I don't know. They're just not fundamentally understanding the characters. Mm-hmm. And really, they're not fundamentally understanding Doctor Doom, yeah. who is Marvel's greatest villain, Ever. full stop. Yeah. <laughs> this is the character who who literally inspired Darth Vader. Yeah. He's he's so powerful. He, like, absorbed Galactus, didn't he, at one point? Like, he became... He, like, took his power. He, he is triumph. He's shit. trumped everyone yeah. in the Secret Wars run from Hickman. Yeah. He, has a, he has a 1v1 with Thanos yeah. and disintegrates Thanos. He's wild. And he's, he's just such a compelling villain. Noah Hawley, who did Legion on FX yeah. uh, and did a few of the things. He was going to have a Doom movie back in the in the Fox days, oh, cool. but I think that's been quietly yeah. canned, which is a shame. Mm. So who, who knows? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm excited for that. But moving into our last big piece of just kind of conversation before Moon Knight sure. is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of oh, Madness yeah. is coming out Ooh. this week. Holy cow. First off. Still. I'm behind. You gotta, Devin, I gotta get, get I'm going on Sunday. I can't tickets. go for opening, so I have to go later in the week. I think I'm going to do it. Okay, when are you seeing it on Sunday? We'll talk about oh, this yeah. later. Because I'm we, gonna do an, I think I'm going to be lame and do a matinee. So, that is, yeah. That's fine, because maybe we can. I could get your thoughts right yeah, afterwards. Ex- honestly, you might be able to, because I might. Ooh, maybe. What if I went Saturday morning? <laughs> just, 
Hey, I'm kind of game. I, I'm going to be seeing it two or three times. Okay. This I'm seeing it for sure Thursday yeah. and Friday. That's I already have this yeah, I know tickets. you do. <laughs> I've seen it once with friends, once with work. Yep. Um, and this is the time now I had a friend in one of my group chats tell me that Doctor Strange spoilers are out. Oh, so yeah. please, for the Locked love down. of God, get I have Instagram, I have Letterboxd, I have Reddit, I have Twitter, mm-hmm. everything in a folder called spoilers. And now anytime I want to open those up, I'm just going to read a book. Mm, just going to open a book. up a book instead. <laughs> read a book. I'm just going to read a book. But before we go into Moon Knight, yeah. I want to know in general... What do you want to see yeah. from Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. and what are your thoughts? Like, sure. what, what do you have any predictions? Um, I don't have any predictions, but what I like the one thing I want is I want Xavier, and I want to see what they're doing with that. That's what that is my biggest anticipated thing is what are they going to do with Xavier if he's in it? Although I'm sure he is. Um, I think he is. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I'm not following the leaks, but I'm yeah, pretty sure yeah. Patrick Stewart's been like he did that Andrew Garfield thing at first. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, that no, wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think like either Marvel or his yeah. publicist was like, all right, Patrick, yeah. just you can yeah. your voice is in the trailer. The, yeah, the Illuminati is the number one thing for me. I want to know who's on it. Yes. I want to know what's going on there, and I want to. Yeah, that's all. That's that's all I really care about. I I so it, yeah. If we are getting Illuminati, mm-hmm. and I really hope we are, then I will be. We can talk about that as a post mortem yeah. after we've seen the film. Mm-hmm. But as a quick precursor for people who don't know who the Mar- Marvel Illuminati yeah. is, this is not the lizard people who mm-hmm. run all of media, in, according to what some tinfoil hat theorists mm-hmm. have about the real world. But it is a lineup of heroes that were created after the Kree Scroll War, yeah. um, when there was a lot of devastation on Earth. And the original lineup included uh, Iron Man. Uh, included Reed Richards, Mr. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, going back to our Fantastic Four conversation. Uh, Professor X, Charles Xavier of the Mutants. Mm-hmm. It was uh, also Black Bolt, King of the Inhumans mm-hmm. of the Royal Family. It also had Namor the Submariner, yep. and it had Doctor Strange. And it also initially had Black Panther, mm-hmm. but he left because he said this is going to be incredibly problematic because what if we start doing things that are not moral, yeah. which we see later mm-hmm. on in the Jonathan Hickman run, which is fantastic. Yep. I highly, highly, <laughs> highly, highly recommend that. Um, but also what happens yeah. if we disagree? Like what? Mm-hmm. In, we see that in the comics. We'll talk more about that later yeah. on. I'm very curious to see... If this is a multiverse version, I don't know. I don't want to even like yeah. be thinking about it and try to like over like bring in with too many theories. Mm. My, here's what I really want to see going into multiverse of madness is yes, there's a lot of conversation around. Are we going to see multiversal cameos? Mm-hmm. But at its core, we have not seen Doctor Strange. Devin, you and I saw I know. that together. We haven't seen Doctor Strange weekend. for so long. We saw that downtown Disney, yeah, I, that, that I'm movie sure theater. I'm sure I saw the poster somewhere. <laughs> but we saw that, we literally saw that together mm-hmm. way back in the day, which is so fun. Um, so, Doctor Strange, excited to see, I'm really excited to see America Chavez. Yeah, that'd be um, cool. Uh, and we're going to find out mm-hmm. this week. We are going to break down Doctor Strange on the podcast, yeah. but we'll do non-spoilers and then spoilers, yep. uh, just to not like bury any yeah. um, any yeah. people who want to like hop in on the conversation. Uh, and that's going to be coming out yeah, well, so I think, yeah. freaking hyped. Well, next week Sam we'll, Raimi, yeah. MCU. Next week we'll have the non-spoiler with the Moon Knight finale, and then we'll do... Then it's going to be a that, big be week the for the podcast. Yeah, it's going to be a big two weeks. Yeah, so I, I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. But moving into, of course, Moon right. Knight. This is Moon Knight episode, episode five. five. Let's go. All, uh, episode titled Asylum, mm-hmm. directed by Mohamed Diab, who directed the pilot yep. of the show, one of the headline directors, written by Rebecca Kirsch, mm-hmm. who actually previously worked with head writer Jeremy Slater on the Exorcist oh, cool. TV show. I understand. 
and also uh, was written by Matthew Orton, who is a consulting producer for episodes one and two cool. uh, of Moon Knight yep. as well. Okay, do we do we want to? How do we want to handle this for spoilers and non-spoilers? Do we just kind of dive in? I think we just dive in. I want to. We say, dive yeah. in. Yeah, this was my favorite. So Devin, episode. let's let's get a quick top line from you. Sure. We don't need to go as as in the weeds yeah. or as oh. into the field of mm-hmm. reeds. Yeah. Uh-huh. You see what I did there yeah. on the story because you've all seen the episode. But Devin, give us a quick top line. Yeah, about I mean this episode, episode five, we really silent. we dive into Mark and Stephen. It's awesome. We really get to see the backstory. We get a lot of stuff filled in for Mark. Um, we see what caused his DID. We see we get we finally get our Bushman uh, notion. We we go Bushman back confirmed. We, yeah, Bushman confirmed. You find out all about that. They they kept it really traditional. This was my favorite episode of the season so far. Um, yeah, it was. I'm so glad you said that. I um, I think for me, mm-hmm. episode four is still sure. my favorite. But I really, really appreciated the swings that yeah. they took in terms of just a character stuff. Yeah, the, yeah. One. One thing I didn't expect going into mm-hmm. this series was how little Moon Knight and Mr. Knight we were yeah. getting. And frankly, having seen so much MCU, that is so okay. Yeah, so we are just following the characters mm-hmm. and their relationships. Yeah. So, Devin, tell me why, for you, this was your favorite episode. So, this was definitely my favorite episode because they gave me everything that I was hoping for. Like, yeah. I wanted them, like, in terms of the psychosis and stuff like that, like, keeping it vague and keeping it, like, because he jumps, he jumps from Egypt, he jumps from his own mind, he jumps back into the hospital. They, they did it. They mm-hmm. did exactly what I wanted in that regard. Um, and then I was also, like, so, I thought they did such a good job of doing Disney Dark. Like, in terms yeah. of, like, feeding that totally, line. I was, I was so surprised yeah. in terms of how messed up his child, like yeah, they, they really, really went in on the like domestic, like yeah. honestly there were some triggers in this episode. Mm-hmm. I could imagine some people being like, wow, this is like too heavy yeah. because they, they went all in on like, li- like mm-hmm. of course, mental health, alcoholism yeah. from his mom. Like they're diving into his more and more of his mm-hmm. dissociative identity disorder and just the horrible, like yeah. it was the perfect very line. mature scene. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it still felt like, like a horror, like a horrible backstory in a Disney movie, but it was dark enough that it was like mature enough that it still felt like, you know, it, I just thought it was fantastic. I thought they, they yeah. nailed exactly the, where they needed to be. Um, and okay. One thing that I just thought was fun mm-hmm. off the jump before we dive into our questions yeah. is I know there are some people who are concerned because uh, Osc- Oscar Isaac, I think his, he has some <laughs> Judaism blood yeah. on his father's side, yeah. but they were concerned though. Like, okay, are they not making Mark Jewish? Cause he is, mm-hmm. while Marvel was created primarily by a bunch of Jewish writers yeah. and artists, but you know, because of the time they, they, they made a lot of their characters metaphors mm-hmm. for being persecuted yeah. across different, different like groups. But besides like Ben Grimm, the thing mm-hmm. in fantastic four moon Knight is one of the only other few Jewish characters. Yeah. And we have Mark wearing a yarmulke. Yeah. There's a Shiva for his mom. Yeah. I was like, okay, we're doing this. Yeah. This is fun. Like, I actually really appreciate. I loved that. that scene too when he breaks down and like he he throws it on the floor and then he picks that it was, back up and he's yeah. like feels bad about it. There's like, oh, it was so good. I thought this episode was fantastic. I'm so I'm I'm so glad mm-hmm. that you loved it. I, here's my first question: sure. When we're talking about Mark's psychosis. Mm-hmm. How many layers? It felt like Inception yeah. a little bit of like how I was. I was really trying to break down mm-hmm. how many layers were going on in terms of like Mark's mm-hmm. psyche. So, on on the top level that we didn't see in this episode was Mark 
uh, and Stephen basically confirmed that they were killed yeah, in the tomb. So confirmed. his body is dead. Confirmed. Confirmed. confirmed we're doing, we're, we're air, doing quotes. air quotes here. That he, that he, they're dead in the tomb. Mm-hmm. So that's one layer. Yeah. And then when Mark woke up in episode four, yeah. he was in the psych ward. Mm-hmm. And where we meet Mark in this episode is he's having another session with Ethan Hawke's yeah. Dr. Harrow. Yes. And it's, I mean, that's, oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> no, and that's the first one. And they keep bringing us back there. Oh, so they good. keep bringing us back there. I had a concern mm-hmm. in episode four. Um, and I guess a little bit uh, of this episode was, okay, are they going to like pull, are they going to like reveal it too quickly yeah. that this is, I, I wanted them to find the perfect amount of time of like, is this real or, or is this just yeah, in his exactly. head? And, and I had a fear in the end of episode four that like, okay, we're just going to rip mm-hmm. that bandaid off super quickly. Mm-hmm. And not that I, I didn't need a whole episode of like, okay, like what's going on, mm-hmm. but they really rode that line no, of yeah. jumping from Harrow's office mm-hmm. with the sessions into another layer of the psych ward yep. that is the duot. So the Egyptian underworld yeah. with Tawaret. Okay, Tawaret. I have to keep reminding yeah, myself. You got it. I, every time I say Tawaret, I want to say Steven's accent. <laughs> oh, this is Tawaret. <laughs> um, but it, honestly, great VFX oh, yeah. on that character. Killer for I, loved, I loved when she was explaining what the duot was yeah. to Mark and Steven. She was reading off Egyptian papyrus. Yeah, it was awesome. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, papyrus, papyrus paper. Yeah. It, it, I was just feel like that was such a nice touch, but so that was another layer. It was Tawaret mm-hmm. with Mark and Steven going through all their yeah. memories, and it was like it was and like then two layers, door. even in that, because it's the it's like the the underground, but also the brain. So it's like and they they all oh, the seamlessness between them doing that, like the last one where they go underneath the trees and then they're back out. I thought that was so great, like. Wait, which one was underneath the trees? So in the last, like when, when he's breaking down and he, and that's like, he reveals, so this is when we start, our lives started melding together or whatever, right? Yeah. They, like the ship stops and they look and then they that's just right. run and they run underneath these trees and the trees are, then, then they're on the boat. It was just, the, the way they transitioned between everything was like jarring enough to, uh, to keep you on your toes, but also I just, yeah, it was. It, A lot yeah. of clean transition. Yeah. So, and, and from them revisiting their memories. Mm-hmm. Then, then they're actually on that ship yes. that we're talking about, and they're going. Was it the gates of Osiris? Yes, that I'm was pretty sure. uh, the gates of Osiris, which are apparently the only way to get back to the land of the living from the Duat. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I did not know well, that. They what, say that in the show. <laughs> was it the scales of Horus? I have no um, idea what the scales are called. But, but and so yeah, uh, to, to where it does that thing where she takes their hearts, their hearts yeah. out, and they're like these glass, like white hearts, mm-hmm. and they're getting balanced. And the only way. Um, for them to go to the field of reeds, which is this afterlife. Yes. I want to touch him on these yeah, different intersectional mm-hmm. afterlives here in a second. Uh, was that the scales have to be balanced. Mm-hmm. And and for me, what I loved about this episode was they, they committed to the through line of Mark and Steven of for it to work, mm-hmm. they needed to find an inner peace. They needed yeah. to start working together, which we got teased in episodes three and four, but we really yeah. saw a a kind of a culmination of that mm-hmm. through line of them ex- really accepting their past, yeah. like leaning into their trauma as opposed to putting it in a box and compartmentalizing and really leaning into some hard things that they had to yeah. like, actually formally address. Um, but before we touch on that, to where it has this thing in her introduction when she's like, you're in the duot and mm-hmm. the duot can be perceived in so many different ways. Yeah. Devin, what does she name drop there? Oh, she name drops the I, I forget what the with I know what you're the talking about. Incest- yeah. Yeah, the, the ancestral, ancestral plane. plane. Yeah. And I, we were talking mm-hmm. about Bast a little bit, which is that Panther God you see in the animatic at the mm-hmm. beginning of Black Panther. 
And I, what I'm really loving, whether they touch on this or not, I don't. Who knows what they're mm-hmm. going to touch on in Thor: Love and Thunder? Because yeah. we're going to be talking about those pantheons. But this gets into the weeds of the Marvel mythos of yeah. all of these oh, different these. I think she calls them intersectional planes of like untethered yeah. consciousness. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. I had to write that down because yeah. there's no way I was going <laughs> to remember that. Um, but shows she brings up the ancestral plane. This mm-hmm. is the version for the Duat, which is the Egyptian underworld. Um, and they have to be kind of judged yeah. uh, on whether they they have balanced scales. What were your thoughts, Devin, mm-hmm. on how, like, Mark still gets to go to the field of reeds. <laughs> I am not an Egyptologist. Yeah. But, like, you'd think in, like, a very, like, Western Anglo-Saxon version <laughs> of, like, an afterlife. There's a whole room of Mark's people that he's just murdered. Yeah, I know. I do. I was thinking about that. <laughs> There's, like, 40 people in that room yeah. that Mark has just murked. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think I think they can get around that by... Because the whole thing is that, like, Stephen is his protector. And Stephen is, like... Like, that's, like, what what kind of gets revealed. Because we get revealed that um, yeah. Mark's mom basically blames him for his brother's death. And, like, Holy it's real heavy. dark. Yeah. yeah. And, and so he makes Stephen up to, to cope with that. And so Stephen is his protector. And then I thought it was brilliant when we get that. Because the whole time we think Mark's kind of protecting Stephen. But in, like, his last scene, essentially, Stephen protects Mark. And he, he, he sacrifices himself. So I think... I think that sacrifice is what allows Mark to become balanced because Stephen takes all of his sins with him, essentially. I think that's the gist. So uh, that is another Mm -hmm. big question I want to go in and talk with you about is, do you think we're going to be seeing Stephen again? Oh, I don't know. Or do you think Stephen's gone? I I, I honestly don't know because I think if they made Stephen just gone, it it would be a really cool curveball. Um, and it would be very. It, it would be them. it would be bold for Marvel. Yeah, very um, bold. And I, uh, as a giant, giant, giant <clears throat> MCU fan, mm-hmm. there's you know some people have the criticism, albeit sometimes fair, where like it's hard for them to let go of characters. Yeah. Where like they'll bring them back. Mm-hmm. But this is also coming from a guy who's seen all seven seasons of Agents of Shield, yeah. and I'm like, give me some more Phil Coulson, I <laughs> <Yeah>. love it. <laughs> but I so I hope that this isn't the end of Steven. Yeah. Um. I, I loved his sacrifice, and that was how Mark was able to balance his mm-hmm. scales. But for me, because this is a limited series, mm-hmm. according to how they're presenting the show, for um, how they're they're packaging it, this is this is Oscar Isaac's only mm-hmm. like contract right yeah. now. And I think we'll talk about like where do we see episode six going because yeah. we really have only forty five minutes yeah. to an hour depending on the runtime of this last episode. I was also reading episode. that they that they show, that it's not a very long runtime. Like I was, I had read that I don't maybe it got released or not what the runtime was, but I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll I will have we'll article. have to check. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's like okay, is, do we just leave Stephen here? But what I hope is because this entire show is Mark coming to terms mm-hmm. with his mental health and actually trying to work on positive ways yeah. to really to build on that instead of like pushing things away mm-hmm. and pushing his loved ones away like Layla. I really hope in in the final episode we get to see a reunion of Mark and his father. Oh, um, that'd be pretty nice. You know, just to, you know, to see something yeah. of him like, you know, coming mm-hmm. to terms of like dealing with his trauma as opposed to really mm-hmm. putting those in boxes. But I love Steven's sacrifice. And for me, why I didn't feel as choked up in his sacrifice. And I was listening to a ton of people who were like crying t- during mm-hmm. the episode, which I totally understand. But I hope he doesn't die because I want it to be a healthier conversation. Sure. Of course, you can use fantasy and science fiction mm-hmm. as metaphors to address these things. 
but in real life, you know, like we don't, people don't have those opportunities to like yeah. have a big sacrifice of yeah, like of their, their personality. personality and then yeah. they're, and then they're just fixed. Yeah. Like that's something that I don't think they're going I to don't, do. Yeah. I, he, well, I have a, I have a, I'm thinking about it. I have a slight prediction. What if Lay, I want to hear yeah, the prediction what Lay if, it on me now that, so let's think maybe there's like a thing where two of the personalities are like basically essentially in control now and so jake lockley is this third one that we i we still we're gonna get him I, another I big question here yeah yeah and so maybe the reason that he was still locked away in that cage and kind of like has less of a chance of coming out is because he's this third personality but now with steven mm-hmm. gone that space needs to be filled and so there's jake a negative will, space yeah, for and jake so to perhaps come jake will come back in there and then i'm thinking look steven is i mean he even says that you made me up he's a he's a he's a made up part of yeah. so is it not possible for him to get remade? You know, like maybe we get yeah. like a, a, a Steven that is like, like maybe he gets C-3PO kind of, you know what I'm saying? Where like, he just like, he's a restart, a refresh, a refresh. Yeah. Steven. I could see that. Who knows? But I definitely think they're going to play with that. They have to. Um, I really, I really hope they do. Yeah. And I'm so glad you brought up Jake Lockley because mm-hmm. for me at the end of this episode, and I, I loved how character driven it was, but I, in the back of my head, I was like, we have such little runtime left. Here are the threads that I've written down of yeah. what we still need to see, like wrapped up. Mm-hmm. And because there's only so much runtime, there's gonna be only given there's so much space yeah. for everything. But Arthur Harrow, yep. he's gotta like we gotta what's gonna what happen with him and Amit. Is it Amit? Is he well I think we also got but then we got I don't know. That see that was another great moment where we don't know yeah. whether it's real or not because he's he goes to the hospital and he's talking to Dr. Harrow and then they go to the underworld and all the souls are coming down as if he's already mm-hmm. released Amit. So it's like where first of all, where like which one of those is true and also where yeah. are we in like how much time has passed since Great Yeah, know. what it's like a whole time jump. Yeah, we have so much there to still learn. We have we need to wrap up Layla's through line of like I think there's got to be some form mm-hmm. of forgiveness with Mark or or she goes her own way yeah. like there but we got to figure out where Layla is going to be going on. I hope I really hope they don't kill her off. I don't think they will, no. but maybe she. I want to see more of Layla. Well, he does say Mark says tell Layla to find uh, Conchu. What if she finds <gasps> Conchu and then she takes him as the host? Gr- I, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. What if she becomes the new Moon Knight? Yeah. Holy cow! That could totally. And then she comes, and then you know she swoops in and saves Mark, however need be, uh, or she, or she's she she's the 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 bullet. You know, I don't know. We'll see. Okay, so what if I'm now my brain mm-hmm. is the wheels yeah. are turning. What if what if Mark comes back and he there's becomes like a, an emergence with Mark and Stephen where they start like working in tandem, mm-hmm. but what if he becomes Mister Knight without powers? Oh. And Layla's Moon Knight. Ooh. So maybe. like I don't know. That, we'll I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah. Well, that's a we'll see. Yeah. I don't whatever. know, but they're definitely like ah, so many things they must. So do. many things can happen. <laughs> we also need to figure out what this through line yep. is with the third personality. Yep. So because Jake Lockley seems to be like mm-hmm. this murderer, this like chaotic person, how like how are we gonna end like like get another level of chaos? It mm-hmm. seems like we're trying to like we're we're at the penultimate episode of like yeah. wrapping up things here. But now we're introducing this final element in this episode to be addressed. Yeah. How how much do I we really know. get to see I mean, of Jake I, Lockley? And also like we're not we have no time to develop where he, unless they and like the only thing I can think of where he comes from is just like in general Mark's rage or maybe something uh created by Bushman. Like you know like that, oh my god! That yeah. whole chaos like caused an, a third altar to emerge. You know, I have I have one other theory for you. I Go can't take it. credit for this, but what if they are merging Jake Lockley and Bushman, and he just goes by Bushman? Oh, uh, 
that would I don't I don't think I don't but know. It, yeah. Also, I mean, it, oh, there's also an offline where Marx is. Oh, they just. I guess they you, they just charge. It's something like that. They they just charge you from the military when you go in a fugue state and go AWOL. So like, something happened there where he was in the something military and he and he and he entered and he switched. He probably changed altars or something or yeah. Who knows? Um, yeah, I'm very so, curious. So these and those are all the, the big points. Mm-hmm. I really hope we have a longer episode just so we don't feel like from a pacing standpoint, yeah. we just have to move to move yeah. to move to get things wrapped up. Yeah. Um, w- one thing I'd love to just quickly touch on mm-hmm. was how comic accurate the Bushman right? the origin was. They got it like, like that, to a T, like he crossed to the thing. a T. Yeah. And so it's him like, like confronting mm-hmm. Bushman, realizing the error of his ways uh, then he's bleeding out and he crawls his way into the tomb. We get like a really awesome shot of the statue of Conchu. Yep. And then like you see Mark becoming Moon Knight for the first time with the scales in yep. the background, the statue of Conchu. What a great screen grab. I hope Disney uh, and Marvel Studios release that image publicly because that's sure. just such a cool image to yeah. like play around with. Fun fact for you, Devin, mm. on that note... This, there was a QR code in this episode. Yeah. There's always a comic, but this one was finally what we were predicting was the Moon Knight yeah. number one from 1980. The the like official origin for Moon Knight. Okay, now we're doing the Hail Mary throw. There's got to be a post credit scene. There doesn't have yeah. to be, but I expect... So, what, yeah. If you had your way, right? You're in the writer's yeah. room. What is the post credit scene that you're, you're doing? Oh, God. Um, I don't know. I, I think... Here's the thing. I think with all the threads that they're tie- that they still have to tie up, I think yeah. they're going to use one of those. Which is I, it going to be the Jake Lockley? Is I don't it the know. Third I, it's, I think it's going to be it's it's going to be within the line of uh, what's the name of uh, from uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier? U.S. Is it U.S. U.S. Soldier? U.S. Agent is with it, John Walker when they do when they, that post scene, right? Yeah, and with Valentina. Yeah, um, I have a feeling it's going to be something like. Like that, like, but with one of the other, with one of the things that they still need to wrap up, like whether that's, yeah. um, it's maybe it's the wrap up is Steven reemerging in the brain or something, or we yeah. get the personality, then I could see that, or we're going to get our werewolf, uh, tease. I don't know. I mean, I, there's also a good chance cause we have been getting so much God stuff. We get a love and thunder somewhere, some love some, and like, thunder. We like, maybe yeah. we go back to. Uh, the goddess of music or whatever, and she's and we get bast or something like that. Oh you know? yeah, we get like some strange small tie-in like that. I could see. I don't it, know what they could do to do a a show. Don't I wasn't say show don't tell, but a show don't reveal <laughs> yeah. is you could cut back to the any the Ennead, yeah. and they're all dead. Yeah, or something. And it, maybe it's um, it's uh, what's the god of song, the god of mm-hmm. music? She's yeah. the one who lives. Yeah, and she gets or called she's, like, back crawling in. Away. We get like a we get like a, a top of Infinity War like. Thanos killing all the uh, Asgardians yeah. type, and you and you don't need to show gore, but mm. it's a, that's a great we way see to the like, Necro Sword like slam into the ground. Oh or something. my god! You know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. Like, it's a, from a few like like toy reveals, it seems like there's a black sword. I don't know if they can call it the Necro Sword because yeah, I think it's it's Venom Sony yeah. symbiote based, yeah. but I, that is a great. I I'd, I'd love that. That being said, even if the the, the post credit scene isn't something very big, like like mm-hmm. Mephisto level, like I don't I don't need that from no, the show. Either. Um, As we close out our conversation for Moon Knight episode five, mm. my big hope in the same way that my hope is for multiverse of madness <laughs> is that we can just have a good wrap up for Mark, you yeah. know, like if this really is a true limited series, I don't 
I hope we don't get too many dangling threads of find out next time. Yeah. Because then if then if there is this a season two or is then he does he have his own movie? Mm-hmm. Which again we see that all the time with Marvel Studios, but yeah. I would love like similar to kind of WandaVision, even though yes, we knew she was going into Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. that felt like a pretty solid ending point for the character. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, I mean, yeah, we'll see. I mean, they could, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they, again, they did a uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier where it was like, Captain America will appear again in, in theaters or whatever they did then, you know? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised yeah, yeah. about that. I, I don't know. It'll be, hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I think literally the, the day of the finale of Falcon mm-hmm. and the Winter Soldier, they had a big announcement on Deadline that they yeah. were doing Captain America 4 yeah. with Malcolm Spellman, the writer Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. writing that movie, yeah. and Sam Wilson's returning. Mm-hmm. So maybe we're going to get a big Deadline announcement yeah. on like Friday this yeah. week about Werewolf by Night or by something yeah. else. I mean, also, I wouldn't be surprised. Is I know you want, I know we both want everything to be tied up, but the show and his whole character is so about not really knowing what's real or not, what's true, or like still having these loose ends. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, of like an open ended of like what is what some, yeah, something like that or not in that way. I hope they do. Actually, I hope they do that in that way where we still don't really know what's what by the end. Cause yeah. that would be cool. Um, to a point, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they, to emphasize that they leave yeah. some of these things untied. So that wraps up our conversation on moon Knight. Devin, what have you been watching? This week. All right. So uh, we had another great episode of Atlanta. That was awesome. Okay, great. Uh, Really awesome. But one of the big drops this week is Ozark season four, part two. Oh, my gosh. That's a big one. So I'm I'm currently in the throes of that. I've gotten through the first two episodes. Pretty good so far. Okay. Um, Yeah, I I didn't get into this show until late, and I got super into it. And then they gave us half of season four, and I was mad because I hate when shows do that. Um, Yeah. But I think Breaking Bad started that kick back yeah, in the day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's I hate it. It's it, and it was also like a big thing over COVID too, because like they needed to take breaks because they couldn't yeah. shoot as much. So that makes sense. Yeah, but nonetheless, uh, it's pretty good so far. I'm very excited to see where they take it. We're diving a nice. lot more into. I forget. I'm blanking on her name right now, but the uh, the uh, the blonde woman blonde woman's character. After, ugh, I mean, I don't want. Have you seen it? It, no, I have. Is this okay, the mom not, or the daughter? No, it's not. It's neither of them. It's the person okay. that they work with. I'm so excited. Okay. She's great. I'm very excited there. And that's mostly what I've been watching this week. We did have episode three of the Kardashians come out. This there it week. is. Yeah, there it is. Okay. <laughs> All right. Give me, give me two bullet okay. points. What happened in this points. episode? So this was the episode where um, we got the whole thing where Kanye went to. Uh, he he got the tape for Kim, which was a big deal because he because there's a so there's this whole scandal where the, the Ray J's manager was saying he had more footage, right? And so yeah. Kim is freaking out because she's doing SNL. She doesn't want that to overshadow her SNL debut, right? Obviously, Interesting. Okay. As you must. And so Kanye flies out to LA and he goes to Ray J and Ray J's manager and gets the entire computer and hard drive with all of the footage on it and brings it to her in New York. And so she was so like, so Connie has his own like B plot in the show. Oh yeah. I mean this, this one right now, only in this episode, he's only been in this Got episode it. so far, but okay. like, I see. it was just really, it was like, they, it was a very, it was a big, big moment. And then she uh, did her SNL and she did pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was fine. I mean, it was, it was a decent episode. I'm interested to see where we take it. <laughs> More into the KCU. Devin, yeah. this week I saw the Northman. Okay. Um, which is from Robert Eggers. He directed The Lighthouse mm-hmm. and The Witch. And I'm embarrassed to say I haven't seen either of those in its <laughs> the totality. The Witch is good. I haven't seen The Lighthouse. 
Um, but it was it was shot beautifully. Mm. Alexander Skarsgård. It was built like a tank. Cool. His traps were like two feet tall. It <laughs> was just in, like you have to uh, you just have to applaud the, yeah. the work and the physicality he put in. He was also an executive producer on it. Willem Dafoe was in it. Ethan mm. Hawke played oh, wow. the Northman's dad. Very I'm on, like an Ethan Hawke bender right yeah, now because I also watched everywhere. Before Sunrise. Um, <laughs> Anya Taylor-Joy's in mm. it. It was really beautifully shot. Um, and I, I'm loving this Viking kick mm-hmm. I'm on. And then yesterday, I was just like, you know, I it was a chill Saturday after mm. I was on set. And yeah. I just wanted to, like, decompress. Sure. And I'd never seen the Lego movie. You'd never I'd seen, seen the Lego movie? I'd seen Lego Batman, but I'd never oh, okay. seen the Lego the movie. The original Lego and movie's really The fun. original Lego movie yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. It was so funny. Yeah. Uh, and I built, I had a new, like, I got this new Lego Wolverine. <laughs> oh, I put on our yeah. franchise <laughs> dressing story. Um, but I added it to my Daily Bugle Marvel build, Fine. so maybe I'll add some updates on our social about that, <laughs> how the Lego build is progressing. We need to get you a table. Moving on to our final thing, like we always do here on the mm-hmm. podcast, we're going to answer a question for you. Yep. Uh, if you want to ask us a question, email in at franchisedressing at gmail.com. Franchise like franchise dressing, D-R-E-S-S-I-N-G. That's franchisedressing at gmail.com. Got a question from Rob this week, and he emailed in asking... Who the heck is El Morito and why is Sony choosing him for the next Sony Universe movie? So this is a question we were touching on earlier. What can Sony do? And this is according to Rob to save their franchise if it's Mm -hmm. even possible. Should they forfeit the right to Spider-Man? Bold Mm. question. Bold question. Yeah, it's a bold one. Um, Addressing the third question first. They're not going to do that. Yeah, they're not going to do that. No. Because I I wish they would be lighter with it, honestly, but they're not going to do that. So uh, we we have to live in the world of what this is going to be happening. Mm-hmm. So how can we, how how do you build upon it, right? Yeah. I we have no, neither of us have seen Morbius yet. Did not get great reviews. Mm-hmm. But if they're going to be doing this, mm-hmm. if if this is the world we're living in, they're not going to forfeit it. They have to put a Spider-Man related yeah. project in production every five well, years, yeah. or those rights revert back to Marvel. Yep. So. This is why we talked about El Morito at the touch the, at the mm. top of the podcast. So jump back over to that, uh, Rob, if you are curious. Um, that being said, we, what I am going in with an empty mm-hmm. with a, a blank canvas about El Morito is that it's there's not a lot of source material there. Yeah, I have. I'm so curious how they even f- discovered that they had this character. Yeah. Like obviously, like, so like anything. That, I mean, maybe the Squirrel Girl it a little bit, you know, where it's like kind of, kind of. But even Squirrel Girl has like decades of, even though yeah, she's like yeah. wacky and fun. Yeah. There's she's got decades of material. Mm-hmm. He is so blank. It gets to the point of like they can do whatever they yeah. want. Maybe they, oh maybe there's maybe they are. I still think they're they're just trying to peacemaker and maybe and like because he feels like polka dot man out of like okay you know yeah what I'm like you like could do, no you're right character. you could do whatever you want yeah that's that, that's my big gist I think. I hope that the filmmaker uh, has a passion for like wrestling yeah. and luchador. I'd love for that to be filmed in like a really like cinematic way. Mm-hmm. Make it make this feel. And even though he's got supernatural powers, mm-hmm. like get, like let's just have some awesome action in the ring. We yeah. I, we haven't seen a lot of that. That goes back to like the movie The Wrestler for me back in the day mm-hmm. with um who, what's his name? He played Ivan Venko in mm-hmm. Iron Man Two. Oh, that actor. Yeah. I forget um, his name, but I know he's an expendables. About. Yeah, I know. Okay, I'm just blanking on his name mm-hmm. right now. But like, let's just let's get some good action with it. Um, and then to to improve upon it, for me at least, 
like if you're gonna do villain movies, okay, that's mm-hmm. happening. We gotta move on and we have to accept that yeah. the nature of our reality, like Mark and Steven. Yeah. Lean into the fact that they are villains. Yeah. Like do, I don't need everyone to be an anti-hero. It seems mm-hmm. like El Muerto is gonna be an anti-hero. That's fine, because yeah. I have no idea who El Muerto is. Yeah. But like it, you have such a great library of villains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make them fun. I mean, well, not make, make them fun, but make them evil. <laughs> ma- make them evil and, like, let's see, like, yeah. maybe let's go back and see some other villains that are we've already yeah. seen in other Spider-Man movies. Yeah. I mean, um, like, not in the same way, but, like, the Harley Quinn animated show, right? Like, where it's... Yeah. The, I mean, that one, that one makes more fun of the villains than it does. But, like, in the way that that one makes puts the villains at the center fold of it all you know and like the, we have little cameos from like batman and superman but like they're like yeah. little cameos right i like that i'm i'm down for that and i i think one thing too on that note is what harley quinn is great is it's it's clearly it's its own universe mm-hmm. i would prefer if sony can just make it its own thing like yeah. make it clear and like okay yeah. just go wacky like mm-hmm. this is its own I don't need a gray area of what universe. Like, yeah, I, I think that, that just muddies so the water, tired, yeah. and, and it makes things confusing. And it makes to us the general compare them. That's the thing too. It's what's causing yeah. a lot of their bad reviews is the comparison. It's like so, yeah. Like if it, you're not Marvel Studios, mm-hmm. so don't don't try to be. Like, just yeah. go wacky and have fun with continuity, mm-hmm. and like have your own, just your own version of Spider-Man. I don't think it. It doesn't have to be Tom yeah. Holland Spider-Man. Yeah. Maybe make it like. What if it's like not Spider-Man 2099, but like and there's then, so many and, different versions and then of you're Multiverse Spider-Man paid for two Spider-Man Sony? Then you have two <laughs> Spider-Man. I would prefer if Miles stuck around in MC, like yeah. he, they made him live action MCU. Mm-hmm. So I don't want him to be relegated there, but like just make your own. It doesn't. It doesn't even. It couldn't be. Yeah. It could be Ben Riley Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many different versions of the character, but just make your own. Make your own continuity. And then, like, build out your own lore. So when there there is another Marvel Studios crossover, it's Ben Riley from the Sony verse, yeah, and a Tom Holland adventure. Yeah. It makes it more real to the comics too. I think you know, yeah. it's like it gives us like it, it. That is what it's like in the comics is they just like pop over from a weird universe, and like maybe you've read some comics from that universe, yeah. but honestly, most of the time you haven't, and you have and, to do and, your research. And they've really only gotten their toes wet with the Spider Verse. Yeah, like there's some wacky fun comics mm-hmm. where like give me live action Spider Ham as a CG yeah. character. <laughs> that would be fun. Like, let's let's get weird with yeah. it and, and really de- delve into your mm-hmm. own mythos and be brave in your own continuity yeah. so that the through line, the connection with Tom Holland and Spider-Man could just be through the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be like this very close, like those tiny fish that are on a, a great white shark where they're like just riding the wake. Yeah. Like just, just be your own shark. You be know? your own shark, Sony. Be that's, your own that's, shark. That's, how, that's the answer to this question. Be your own shark. There you go. And what a great way to end episode five here mm-hmm. of the podcast, Devin. Five Ooh. episodes of Franchise Dressing. Let's Thank go. you all for listening this week. Yep. Uh, next week is going to be so freaking big. Yep, big old Doctor week. Strange. Finale. Moon Knight finale. Moon. Holy really cabooses. Good. It's going to be great. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Have yep. a great week. Take care of yourself. Yep. And we will talk to you Very next time. Soon.